Good morning. Good morning. Scripture this morning will be read from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may because of your good deeds as they observe them glorify God in the day of visitation. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, that singing where I was sitting was fantastic, man. I just, I really appreciate that, brother. And we we worship God in song, and 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 that was really great. I didn't I did not mention the birthdays this um, this morning. I, I I apologize for that. I want to mention those very briefly. Today is Miss Melanie, Far Melody Farmer's birthday. I understand she turned seven. Can't be possible, man. Uh, Rob Barrett's birthday is on the 7th. Uh, uh, Miss Laramie Newsom's is also on the 7th. Uh, Jordan Green's is on the 8th. Patsy Carter on the 10th. And Derek Black said he's going to turn 27 on the 10th. Um, and then Mike and Amy Bailey having an anniversary on the 6th of this month. Tyler and Brooke Sanchez on the 8th, I think that is. And Zane and Jenny Miller on the 8th. So we're very grateful for those. Um, be sure and congratulate them. Uh, brethren, a lot going on, and I, and I appreciate your patience this morning, um, and uh, I only preach for about, I'll cut it short, and I only preach for like an hour today, so um, uh, anyway, uh, uh, give me your undivided attention, and, and uh, let's get going with this, okay? Chad has been talking in his Bible class on Sunday morning about who we are as a church and some misconceptions that we've had, um, you know, sometime, and, and, and he talked about the, what we call the church today. Um, which is uh, the ecclesia, is what the Bible refers to it. Um, we're God's people. We have been saved. And if you're in Christ, then you are the ecclesia. You say, well, brother, are you cussing me? No, that's a Greek word, actually. It's two words, ek, which means out of, and klesia, which means a calling or to call. And so that word means, brethren, that we, in Christ, are, quote, the called out. We have received a calling, okay? Now, uh, God calls us all, the Bible says. Some answer that call, some do not. Our hope and prayer is that everybody would do that before their time comes to depart this earth. Um, and so we are, then, the Bible says, the called out. Ephesians 4, the first four verses talk about this. Paul says, therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance or forbearance, some versions say, for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your Calling. Beloved, if you are in Christ, you are the ecclesia. You are the called out. Now, if you've been called out, the obvious question is, what are we called out from, right? Um, and my mama was outside, and we were inside watching TV on a Saturday morning, and she shouted at us, and she called us out. Obviously, we've made haste to go out of the house. And we went out to something, somewhere, right? What are we called out from? 
The Bible tells us, number one this morning, brothers and sisters, that as God's people, we've been called out of the world of sin. Now, they somebody go, well, that don't mean we're, we're still here, Brother Green. That's right. The Bible says we're, we're in the world, but not of the world. Do you understand the difference? We certainly are here, as, as we've saying this world isn't our home, but we're here for the time being, and we're here for a purpose, as we're going to see. John 15, verses 18 through 19 Jesus is trying to prepare his disciples for his departure. He's going to be nailed to a cross pretty quickly, and he's explaining them about this and the persecution that they're going to receive and that, that some of them were going to be put to death for his sake. And so he says here, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you're not of the world... But I chose you out of the world because of this the world hates you. Brethren, if, you've, if you're in Christ, you've been chosen, quote, out of the world. Okay? You're not to be of the world. You don't live that worldly lifestyle anymore. And so we've been called out of the world of sin. Paul, in testifying to King Agrippa about his conversion and what he was trying to do and what God sent him to do in Acts 26, verses 17 and 18, says this, that Jesus told him that he was rescuing him from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you. What did he send them to him for? To open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God, that they may receive the forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. So we've been called out of darkness and into light, out of the dominion of Satan to Jesus Christ. So brothers and sisters, when we are the ecclesia, we have truly been called out of one thing and into another as we're going to see. Colossians 1, verses 12 through 14, continues this explanation, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share, he's talking to Christians, to share in the inheritance of the saints in light, for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. So he's taken us out of the devil's domain. He's taken us out of the darkness. He's called us out of that and has translated us or transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. That's where we have the forgiveness of sins and redemption, brothers and sisters, nowhere else okay now peter explains it even deeper in first peter 2 verses 9 and 10 peter says to god's people the ecclesia you are a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for god's own possession we're going to look at this in a minute but 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 note this brethren go ahead and put it in your brain so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who have called you out of darkness You've been called out, called out of darkness into what? His marvelous light. Brethren, there is such a contrast there as we can see. For you were once not a people, not while you were in darkness, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So, brothers and sisters, we are now the light of the world, the Bible says. We used to live in darkness. But we're no longer in the darkness if you're the light of the world. So what does Paul tell us then in Ephesians 5, 8? And, and we're going to look at a few other verses. <coughs> Excuse me very much. Hang on just a minute. Give you time to catch your breath, and me too. For you were formerly darkness. 
If you read all of Ephesians chapter uh, 4, you will see that he's talking about this, okay? He says, for you were formerly, I'm sorry, this is Ephesians 5, but chapters 4 and 5, you were formerly darkness. He explains when you were formerly darkness. In fact, he starts in Ephesians 2 explaining that, when you're out in the world. But now you are light in the Lord, so walk as children of light. Brothers and sisters, those of us who've been called out of the world should no longer walk like the world. We should no longer walk as people, children of the world. We're now children of light, and we need to walk, which means live as God's people. That should make sense to all of us, okay? Sometimes we get confused about that, all right? And then he says in Colossians 3, 1 and 2, adding to this, therefore, if you've been raised up with Christ, and you have been, you've been baptized in Christ, you've been raised up with him, the Bible says, you keep seeking the things above where Christ is, uh, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. Why? Because, he goes on to say, because you have died and your life is hidden now in Christ. Brothers and sisters, we are to walk in the light now. 1 John 2, 15 through 17 tells us the results of not doing that if, you're in the, if you are a Christian, if you're the ecclesia, have been called out of the world. He said, do not love the world. You've been called out of that, right? Do not love the world and other things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life, you can put every sin in the world in those three things. It's not from the Father, but it's from the world. And he said, why, why should you not invest in that? Because, listen, brethren, the world is passing away, and also it's lust. But the one who does the will of the Father lives forever. You see that contrast? Okay, and then 1 Peter 2, verses 11 and 12, that was read to us after Peter saying that we're God's chosen race, that, that we are God's people. I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which wage war against the soul. The Bible said that's where you used to live when you were in the darkness. But now you abstain from that. Why? Because he said you keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles. That's the lost. That's those who are still in the world so that in the thing which they slander you as evildoers, they may, because of your good deeds, as they see you walking in the light, brethren, as they observe them, they'll glorify God in the day of visitation. That's what we need to do. The first Peter 2, verses 9 and 10 tells us, as we've just read, and we're going to see again, that we've been called out of darkness into light so that we can proclaim the excellencies of Jesus Christ. Now, brothers and sisters, a lot of us have a horrible time proclaiming Jesus to the world because they see very little difference between us and them. Don't nobody give no amen right there, right? And so Peter says, don't live that way. You're no longer that way. You have been called out. And so, brethren, if we've been called out, and we've been called out of darkness, we've been called out of Satan's dominion, the Bible says, we've been called out of the world, then obviously if you're called out of something, then you're placed into something else. We don't just kind of float around in the abyss, right? So what are Christians called into? We've already, all those verses we've read, we, the Bible tells us, we've been called out of darkness and into a saving relationship with God. The Bible says we become children of God. That's a good, marvelous thing. 
The Bible says also, and we've done a whole series on this, that if you've been called out of the world and into Jesus Christ, you become a vital working part of the body of Jesus Christ, literally a part of his body on this earth. The Bible says if you've been called out of the world and into his marvelous light, that you've been added to his kingdom. You are no longer, the Bible says, this world, as we sang, and, and Frankie read, led in a marvelous way, this world is not my home. We're just a passing through. Our, our home is in heaven. We, are, we have a kingdom on the earth, which is the Lord's church, and we've been added to that. And so you've been made a member of Christ, what the Bible calls in the Greek, the assembly or the congregation. We call it church. So what? You just sum it up again. First Peter 2, 9 and 10. He tells us what all we become and when we've been called into Jesus Christ. You are a chosen race. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a people for God's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellences of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Brothers and sisters, we become so many things when we are called out of the world and into Jesus Christ. Now, here's the point. If we've been called out of certain things, as we've seen, and we've been called into Christ and all those blessings and benefits that we looked at, if we've been added into them, why were we added to them? To do what? Why are we a part of the body of Christ? Why are we a part of the church of Christ? Why are we a part of the Lord's kingdom? Why are we part of all the things that the Bible describes as in, in the holy nation and a royal priesthood and all those things that Peter describes? <coughs> Why are we all of those things, you see? Brethren, <coughs> we have in our country accepted a very ungodly belief, an unbiblical belief, that we are to attend church, come to worship, and then the rest of the week live a somewhat moral lifestyle. <clears throat> and by somewhat, I mean, in many cases, it's not where people at your job or your school or wherever you, you are at on a daily basis, it's not that they can observe you, and as, as Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, see your light shining in such a way that they uh, glorify your Father who is in heaven as they see your good works. It, it's not living like that. It's just kind of living a little notch or two above the world, right? And, and it's not living a life that is going to be sacrificial or, or absolute commitment to Christ and taking up your cross and following him and that kind of nonsense, right? It's not a religion of commitment. It's kind of, you know, don't drink, smoke, cuss, dip, chew, don't date girls that do, and just kind of keep your life kind of a little bit, you know? Brethren, that is as ungodly as it can be. That's why we need to study what the word ecclesia means. Is that all we do? Has God given us, has God given his ecclesia, his called out a ministry? Has he given us a mission? Has he given us a purpose? Certainly, brothers and sisters, we've been called for a purpose. The Bible tells us that. And what is our mission? The Bible tells us that the called out, that's you and I, if you're in Christ, you are the ecclesia, you are the called out, and the called out, we are now to go out and gather in. That's our marching orders. We're not to sit around the church building and have our fellowship. That's part of it, brothers and sisters. 
But we know what the Great Commission says. Our marching orders, as it were, Matthew 28, 18, 20, the most famous, right? Jesus come up and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age or the end of the world. Brothers and sisters, that's what God tells us to do. Go, make disciples, teach them all things that he's taught us. Mark's account of that, Mark 16, 15, and 16, we have there, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He that believes and has been baptized shall be saved. He who has disbelieved shall be condemned. Preach the gospel. Baptize, you know. Um, I heard somebody say one time, you know, in a Bible class, Brother Green, I just want you to preach the gospel. Well, brethren, we do need to do that. I agree 100%. That's what Jesus said to do. But where did he tell us to go preach that gospel at, brethren? In the world. You know what we do? We preach it to the choir. We preach it to the choir. Somebody say, Brother Green, I want you to teach on baptism. You've already heard it a thousand times. Do that in a new converse class. Brethren, we need to preach the gospel to the world. We've heard it. We need to share it now. We need to take it out to the world. Luke 24, 47 gives his account of it, and it's very brief in that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning at Jerusalem. That are, that's what we need to do. 1 Peter 2.19 says we've been called out of darkness into Jesus Christ. So what? So that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He gives a good uh, illustration of that in a parable in Luke chapter 14 verses 21 through 23. <clears throat> he actually starts before then, brethren, and he said, you go and you invite all the guests that have been invited to my wedding feast, says the Lord. And, the, the, and his slaves went out and did that. And, and you all know it says they all alike began to make excuses and they made all these excuses why they couldn't come into the master's feast. And so they, they came back, is where we pick up, and the slave said to report it to his master and the head of the household became angry. And said to the slave, go at once into the streets and the lanes of the city. And you bring in here the poor and the cripple and the blind and the lame. In other words, nobody that would be invited to a fancy feast. Said, you go get those folk. And you bring them in. And the slave, man, he's smart. He's on the ball. He says, master, what you commanded has already been done. He said, we done took care of that. We, we, we anticipated that. We done did that and still there's room. There's always room for more, isn't there, brethren, in the Lord's kingdom? So the master said to the slave, you go out into the highways and along the hedges and compel them to come in so that my house may be filled. <coughs> he said, you go where nobody else will go. And you bring them in. Brothers and sisters, that's our mission. That is our mission. You want to see that, you study the book of Acts because the entire book of Acts is the great commission being carried out by the first century church. And by the time you get to the end of the book of Acts, we can see in the New Testament that those early Christians literally obeyed this gospel and took it to the entire world. So let me ask you this morning, and the lesson is yours. Are we the ecclesia, the called out? Are we going out and gathering in? Is God's, what we call the Great Commission, our priority? 
Because, beloved, very honestly and quite frankly, if a church is not obeying the Great Commission, if that's not our focus, then we have become nothing more than a religious social club. And I pray that we will truly be the ecclesia, that we will be determined as the called out to go out and to gather in. Somebody did that with us, didn't they? Somebody that was the called out went out to me. And I'm so glad they did. I am eternally glad they did. Let me conclude and offer an invitation. Friend, if you're still in the world, the Bible says you're lost. And if that's the case, the Bible tells us that Jesus is tenderly calling you today. He wants you to be part of the called out. And he's calling you to leave a sinful world and to come to him for salvation. And as we do that, beloved, then someday the ecclesia, the called out, will be called home. And we'll be called home to be with our Heavenly Father for an eternity. Please don't miss out on that. Not for anything in this world while we stand in sight.